having humility is a sign of having a healthy relationship with selfishness. Okay. Okay. So it's having all of the reasons in the world to be arrogant, to be like a, a braggart talking about all of your accomplishments, but having the self-control to keep all of that, you know, perhaps to yourself or not all of it, but you know, not perpetually talking about it and allowing enough and having the grace to allow other people to share things about themselves and their situations and having a more two-sided conversation about things rather than perpetually making it about you, your accomplishments, your struggles, your problems, your views, your frustrations, your this, your that, having a more balanced approach to it. Welcome to Success Fundamentals, hosted by myself, Chris Sykes, and my co-host, Brian Gosak. We are on a mission to seek out some of the most successful people in our network that have been able to define what success means to them so you can draw the map of your own path and take your first steps. We hope you enjoyed today's episode to get one step closer to your success goals. Successors, welcome back to another edition of Success Fundamentals. We have a very interesting topic today. Brian, I'm actually excited about talking about this. I think this, this is going to be a very in-depth conversation. This is a good one. Good topic. For sure. So the topic of the episode today is how selfish do you need to be? That's a sizzling word, isn't it, Chris? Selfish. Even the, the, the word selfish, it just gives you like a chill down your spine. 100%. You're taken aback by it almost. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what, 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 cause this was your topic. So what about this topic was so alluring to you? Why do you feel that this needs to be discussed on success fundamentals? For a few reasons. Well, I think that, um, selfishness has this negative connotation to it. Um, but if you're trying to achieve anything, I'm not saying like extraordinary greatness, but if you're trying to uh, whether it's getting in shape, whether it's, you know, promoting, getting a promotion at work or starting your own business, you have to be selfish to a degree. And also this is a topic that we've been discussing Pat on past shows and also some great people who have achieved great things in this world, you know, says that you have to be selfish in order to achieve greatness. And then once you reach the point where you want to be, and you have enough knowledge that you can reach back behind you and bring people on. So I think it's very, I think that we need to dismantle the negative connotation with the word selfish and see if we can put a positive spin to it, a positive spin to it in terms of, you know, going after and, and achieving your goals. So I looked up the definition as we were speaking. Okay. Hey, you know, you know me. I'm a word guy. We've talked about this. <laughs> so, so selfish. Okay, it's an adjective. It's of a person, action, or motive which is lacking consideration for others, concerned chiefly with one's own personal profit or pleasure. Selfish. S e l f i s h. So, I mean, by that definition, it is not really a good thing selfishness um so 
could it be one of these circumstances where it's a necessary evil? Again, mm-hmm. a necessary evil, or are we using the wrong word? Are we using the wrong word? No, I don't think so. If again, my opinion, I don't think so that that we're using the wrong word. Because I think that it's okay to be selfish to to an extent. I think it's okay to, because you have to. Okay, for example, let, let, let's just use something uh, very very simple. Let's just say you're trying to get get in get in shape. And sometimes selfishness, okay, I think the negative connotation from it comes from when you're being selfish when others are involved, right? I think that's the negative connotation to it. Like, you know, you're like, you know, like when, like when your parents say like you're being selfish because you're thinking only about yourself. I think that's very healthy in certain circumstances. For example, you bring up all, all that when we had this, when we had this discussion earlier about the master higher hierarchy of needs. You need to be selfish enough to make sure you have the basic necessities for you and your family before, or yourself, before you can help others, right? You, it's almost like when you're on a, when you're on an airplane and they tell you, help yourself, put your oxygen mask on first before you can help other people. That's being selfish. Make sure you're okay before you help the person next to you. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm looking at some of the synonyms of the word selfish, and almost every single one of them is bad, but not all of them. Okay. So I'll show you some of the bad ones, right? Okay. Egotistical, egocentric, self-absorbed, self-obsessed, self-serving. All right. These are all bad in my opinion. Well, not even in my opinion. These are bad words. Okay. Um, But there's some that are good. One of the good ones is opportunistic. That is a synonym of selfish. Uh, One of them is inward looking, okay, which is actually something that we tell people to do in their path to achieving success. And not just Mm -hmm. us, many places say you need to master yourself, right? You need to look inside yourself, overcome Mm -hmm. your own personal demons, in order for you to achieve your vision of success. So in a way, there could be some cultural garbage here that we need to peel apart where on one token we go, you gotta gotta look inside yourself. Self is in that sentence. So there's there's gotta be some selfishness when you're looking in yourself, some self-centeredness if you're looking into yourself. But what is that balance? How do you how do you fix what you got to fix with inside yourself? Achieve the things that you want to achieve without being perhaps self-centered or egotistical about it. I th- okay, so I want to I want to use something. I, I was touching on this point earlier before I went off on a slight tangent, but let's just say if you want to get in shape, right? Okay. If you want to get in shape there's a lot of sacrifice and selfishness from other people that, that you need to do. So for example, if you know that, that you have to get up early in the morning and let's just say your friends wanted you to go out to eat or go out for a drink, you know, after work, or let's just say being selfish in that regard is saying, I want to be, I want to get in shape. So I have to be selfish for myself. So I'm going to say, listen, I don't really want to go out, with you all, or I'm going to skip this time 
because I need to I need to go home. I need to rest up so I can get up in the morning to go work out and get myself in better shape. That's selfish for your that's being selfish for yourself in a sense, because you're saying you're doing what you you're doing what's best for you in that moment so you can achieve who you want to become in terms of getting in shape. Let me ask you this. Okay. Then what is the opposite of selfish? Unselfish. And not not saying everybody knows that, duh, unselfish. But in terms of, okay, in our world, in, in, in the finance world, Brian, unless being unselfish in that, and being unselfish in our world is teaching people how to achieve financial freedom. But we have to understand it first. So we have to go through training. We have to make sure that we understand the concepts. So when we bring clients into in, into the practice, we're able to articulate to them in a very easy, understanding way of how to get there. So that's when we, that's when we use our knowledge unselfishly. Of course, yes, to our you know we want to of course grow our practice, but unselfish is looking out for other people. Once, in my eyes, once you get to a point where you either that you're either comfortable enough to help or you know enough knowledge to help the other person so it matters right at least that's what I think I think that the word selfish in the way it's used at least in the United States okay is is frankly I think it's bullshit the way we use it in the United States because we add all of this okay we add all of this extra stuff to it that I think is is ridiculous. So I'll give you an example. So when I wake up in the morning, okay, mm-hmm. do I wake up and I go, ah, I'm awake. What can I do today to make Chris Sykes' life better? <laughs> okay? Yeah, yeah. Right? Now, I know you thought I thought that every day when I wake up. Of course Chris. I did. Absolutely. And I'm sorry to break the news, but the first person I think about when I wake up is myself. Okay? I'm, exactly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So you wake up, you think about yourself, you go to the bathroom, you think about yourself, you're preparing your breakfast, you think about yourself, okay? Selfishness, I think, is a crazy word, again, in the way we use it, because if we are not selfish, then what are we? Can we function in a perpetual state of always thinking about other people without having some regard to the self, Mm. Like he's, you understand what I'm, what I'm, my confusion here. So at what point does selfishness become bad? I think the distinguishing factor is some of the other words, right? I think if you become self-absorbed, that's a problem. Mm. I think if you become egotistical, I think that's a problem. I think if mm-hmm. you become self-obsessed, that's a problem. But selfish, I think that that's just a natural state of things. I think every animal species, you know, they're just thinking about themselves. Just thinking, about, even if you're an ant, which is like the most seemingly altruistic, all you think about is the queen. They're thinking about the queen because their survival depends upon the queen, right? They're even exactly. selfish. They just found a nice kind of mechanism to stay alive within their society. For sure. um, so with that being said, I don't like that we are so quick to consider people selfish if all they're doing is pursuing 
things that they feel will be beneficial to them. I just think that's a natural state for any organism that is sentient and is alive. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I think human nature is naturally selfish. But selfish, again, we put this, like you said, I think it's multifaceted because you can be selfish for yourself so you can become a, a, a better person. And then, like you said, if you pair it with other words, then that's when it, you know, has a negative connotation to it. Um, sure. And, but I don't think it's, in like, like you said, I don't think it's, I don't think it has, I don't think being selfish for you is wrong at all because you have to be in life to truly help someone to achieve the person that you've always want, wanted to be, to move up in the world, right? Um, because when you get promoted, what are you saying to your supervisor? You're saying that you are the best person for the job, mm. right? So imagine if going going into a, a, a interview for the, a management position, and they're saying, tell me why you should hire, why should we promote you to this position? And you go in there and you say, well, you know what? I, I don't think I'm the person. I think Brian will be great for this position. It's like, no, you don't say that. You start describing all the ways why you're the best candidate for the job because you have to, if that's what, if, if progression is a part of your life life's journey, there's no way that you can ex you can excel unless you are the best. For example, business. You made a great point on you made a great great point on the uh, the podcast we, we both were on um, Scott Mason's podcast, a squirrel looking for a nut. You said we were talking about how the billionaire person who who owns U.S. Steel people think that he has a lot, a lot of money because he was self centered and he just he didn't. He was selfish. All the assumptions that we made, because, not me, you, but us, but all the assumptions that people made because he had wealth. But then you pointed out, if you look in your room, there's some component of steel in your room. <clears throat> As he's building the U.S. Steel Company, I'm pretty sure he had to be selfish as a business person and a company so he can be the number one person that people go to for steel. You see what I'm saying? Right. So... I think it, I, I think that we have a negative connotation to the word, and from a success standpoint, you it, it's a part of the ingredients in order for you to become successful. So there is a philosopher. See, this is all right. This is a very controversial philosopher in okay. philosophy circles, okay, uh, in business circles, people mm -hmm. that ascribe to this woman's philosophies. Um, are often met with a lot of criticism. But okay. this woman very clearly speaks on this subject, and I want to read kind of like a synopsis from study.com on the philosopher Ayn Rand, who was a mm. – have you read any Ayn Rand's? I haven't, but I've heard of Ayn Rand. Yeah, so she, she's a famous author, but she also is the – the founder of a branch of philosophy called objectivism okay. that, uh, you know, it's met with a lot of scrutiny. So we won't go off on that. That would be an interesting other episode, but today we won't get off on that. But I'll read to you something from study.com about Ayn Rand. So in Ayn Rand's time, the definition of selfishness was merely concerned with one's own interest. 
Uh, when Rand saw selfishness in this context, she determined that there was no negative judgment to this definition. She argued that there was nothing wrong with someone putting their own needs and wants as a first priority. Believers of fact, believers of fact that altruistic acts are the highest degree of morality would probably label selfishness as a character flaw or a sin. But Rand argued that if a person is selfish, they can have the self-esteem and self-empowerment to use their skills, talents, and intelligence as best as they can, and this, in turn, would benefit others. So, okay, that is, because, mm, you know, I'm born and raised Roman Catholic in a Christian mm-hmm. household. Culturally, the, the ideal is altruism, meaning always thinking about others before you think about yourself. This very much goes against that idea, this idea that thinking about yourself first is probably the better thing to do because then later it'll benefit others. I could see truth in both. I don't think she's 100% right because you have to be very careful with the selfishness thing. Yes. Um, okay. Yes. But to your point, and, I, I, and forgive me for speaking in circles, I think that if we use an example of a person that says, I'm sick of this. I want to make a lot of money. I'm tired of the situation I'm in. I'm tired of my circumstances. I'm going to go out there. I don't care what my mom says. I don't care what my husband says. I'm going to nursing school. Okay. I'm going to take out the loans. I'm going to nursing school. Mom says, what are you crazy? You're working at AT AT&T. That's good enough. Why are you doing this your husband goes what are you trying to do make more money than me bitch and then it creates like a whole problem right but don't don't listen be selfish right then you go you go to nursing school and then what happens you become a nurse and what do you do when you're a nurse all you do is help people all day 100 percent. all you do is help people all day because you thought about yourself first and your own interests where do you draw the line, Chris? When does it become a problem? When all you think about is yourself all the time. Because, Tell me more. Because, because the nurse, he or she did that for themselves because they wanted a better lifestyle. And they believe that in order to create that better lifestyle and have some type of self-worth, they needed to, to become a nurse, right? Mm-hmm. And they're they're doing it because they feel like that's a part of who they are. They just they have to attack that. So you ignore because again, we we've already we uh we've already harped on this. When people kind of shit on your idea in terms of being a better person, whether it's going to nursing school, whether it's starting a business, starting a podcast, mm-hmm. they're and they give you the and they're giving you negative or it seems like it's negative they're looking at it through their lens because that's not something that they would do to alter their lifestyle. Right. They're looking at, they're looking at it from the soul standpoint, from a selfish standpoint of would I do this now where it becomes dangerous is when you start only thinking about yourself in a perpetual manner. Right. So I think the, I don't know. So the best, I, the best example that I can come up with is if you have children, if you have children and you're hungry, 
you're like, I'm hungry. I, I know the kids are, but let me eat first before I, I give it to them. Before I, I feed, let me take care of me first. Mm. When in, we're in the world of self, when in the world of selflessness, is you want to make sure that your kids are okay before you satisfy yourself. It's like when what animals do. When animals have, you know, cubs or puppies or whatever, you know, they make sure that the puppies or the cubs or their offspring are okay first. Like the lions go and hunt, bring the kill back so the kids can eat, and then they eat, right? Um, Some fish bad. eat their own kids, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, certain <laughs> animals. Um, in, in, in the world of business is getting to the top by doing bad by some by doing by as a matter of fact robert green brought this up in an interview that we both watched he said that in hollywood uh there's this director who knew that he could do a better job directing but he set someone else up to fail so that he can come and take over the project so that he can shine that's mm. selfish right um as opposed to just going and pitching the idea himself without getting anybody else's future involved he did it in a way he did it in a selfish way, not only to get him to a point selfishly, but he did it is it's the unscrew it's the unscrupulousness behind of behind what he did to attain that point in life. So using that example, we need to this is why I think it's a cultural mess up on our part. Okay. Because you kept using the word selfish in that example, but then at the end you use what I believe to be the correct word, which was unscrupulous. Okay. Yes. I think if you said that this man was conniving, deceitful, unscrupulous, that would have been a very good definition and you would feel and you would be justified in saying that that person was wrong for being that way. To yeah. attribute all of those bad things as selfish, I think is not doing any good for people that are trying to pursue success, that are trying to let go of of some baggage surrounding, I don't know, should I do this? Should I not do this? Am I being selfish? Am I not being selfish? And this is not easy, Chris. This is not an easy thing. This is why this is such a good subject matter, because in a lot of ways it does go countercultural. There is a certain ethic in our country that would basically tell you that your life in some capacity should be sacrificial in a way that if you are really doing what you're supposed to be doing, if you're really being the best you can be, you will be like a mother Teresa or you will be like mm -hmm. the type of person that just does things with blatant disregard for your own personal benefit because all you care about is the collective and helping your fellow man. Um, mm -hmm. So there is actually, a there's an issue here. There's an issue here. No, that that's it. That's all I wanted to say. No, I, I'm actually curious on your on your perspective on it because success is all we're trying to do is bring you the most value as possible by attacking some of the subject matters surrounding success and break it down to make to let to let you know that it is okay. Um, and uh, you know, again, you know, we're going to bring you know now that. Brian and I have a very have have a very very clear vision on how we want to break down this show, which I think that you all will enjoy. But in this subject matter of being selfish, Brian, from a, to our successes out there, 
in your eyes, from your thought, in, in your thought processes, how does selfishness play into it? So, for example, we have a listener who's like, you know what? I work, I work at my job, but I really want this management position. If someone is trying to achieve to go above where they are now, how would you think about selfishness in that context? Is it a competitive situation or is it just you put in the time and effort and you'll become a manager? Let's just say it is competitive because nine times out of 10, when a management position is open, multiple people are gunning for that position. So you got to you gotta have a healthy perspective on on selfishness, okay? You might say, well, Gladys is also very nice, and so is Bill. And if I am too selfish uh, and I try to get that management position, it's not necessarily going to be good for Gladys and Bill. I would say that mentality is not going to be beneficial to anybody, especially the business, okay? So I would say you would probably want to, as, as best as you can, focus entirely on yourself and say, what attributes do I need to acquire in order for me to achieve that management role? I would be very open and honest with the person that will eventually make that decision and say, it is my goal to get that management position. What attributes do I need to have what can I be working on now to heighten my probability of achieving that management role? You might think that that seems too brazen. You might think that that seems too pushy, but I think that that would impress the hell out of any manager or supervisor that has a healthy perspective on where they want their business to go. Because it's really saying that you're a team player and that you are willing to better yourself in order to do what it takes to have the business thrive. So I would have the confidence, number one, okay. to, to be very clear with your intentions, okay? Throw out all baggage you might have about being too selfish and uh, in that competitive situation. And then whatever suggestions that that manager or that supervisor gives you, take them seriously and begin to develop yourself to be an appropriate fit for that role. You know what, Brian, I'm glad you said that. And, and I want, and successors, speaking specifically to employees, I want to I wanna tie in a point that Robert Greene said in his book, 48 Laws of Power, and in the interview we watched. He says, where most people mess up is they operate in their world of how things should be as opposed to how things are, right? So what, what and, and the naivete behind people around surrounding that. So for example, in that same scenario, you, in order for you to win the position, if that's what you truly want, if you're trying to be, if you're trying to get promoted, you have to understand the world of uh, competition. And the world of competition, when you're going after something, you have to present yourself as the best possible candidate for the job. Right. But also too, Brian, I say I say that to say you you can use the tactics selfish and unselfish in the same context as a promotion or a race, right? Explain. For example. Okay. 
when employees want a position or or employees want uh, a raise, they they come at it in selfishness in the bad light, meaning or the wrong light, not bad, the wrong light, meaning. Some people think that if they work there for 15 years and the management position o- open up, the sheer fact that they work there for 15 years, they should acquire that position. Mm, time and grade rather than merit. Bingo, right? I've been here the longest. The, the position is open. I deserve the position. From, 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 from a raise standpoint, the exact same thing. I've been here for 15 years. I deserve a $10,000 raise. How you can use both being selfish and unselfish is think of it in in the reverse. Think of it as so when an employee when an employer goes to an employee asking for a raise or a job promotion, the employer automatically looks at that person that person as being selfish because they're doing it for them without thinking about who is affecting. So for example, if I want a ten thousand dollar raise, the unselfish way to be at that point is explain to your boss how giving you $10,000 more will help him look good in his boss's eyes. Right. Mm. As opposed to saying, yeah, I've been here for 15 years and I just, I just deserve it just cause Brian, the reason why I deserve a $10,000 raise is because I found something that can increase the sales of the, of this region. If we do X, Y, and Z, in turn, that will make you look good in front of your boss and then that you can take all, all the credit. So your raise directly affects your boss in that context. Yes. Same way with, right? So the, so now it makes sense for them to give you $10,000 because you found something in the business world that's going to make him look good, but it only happens if you do that job mm. correctly, right? From a, from a promotion. I'll go ahead. I'm sorry. I love that. So one thing that I want to dive into talking about selfishness. Okay. But we're also, I think it would be useful for us to paint a picture of, I don't want to call it bad selfishness, but okay. Because I want to get rid of the selfish thing entirely and instead replace it with a, a more precise work. So can you give me an example, like pretend for a moment, like be like an actor for me, Chris, of somebody <laughs> that is not selfish, but is egotistical, self-obsessed and self-absorbed. One, two, three, go. <laughs> Man, that's hard. Um, I'm trying to. I, I don't. I don't know if I can act that out. I'm trying to think. You don't of, have to I'm act it to... out, but like paint a picture of it. You just use describe it. Like, how do you know when somebody's egotistical, self-absorbed, self-obsessed, versus just somebody that's just genuinely looking out for their own best interests? Okay. Someone who always talks about themselves. Okay. Always. So I would say that's self-absorbed and. and egotistical because the conversation always goes back to them and what they've accomplished and what they overcame and how they made a situation better. And it seems like, oh, every time I talk to Chris or every time I talk to Brian, I'm talking to him about how I'm struggling at work. And he's saying, oh, I I remember that because when I did it, I did this and this so I can um, improve or, you know, or, oh, I never had had to deal with that because when I came in, I had this, this, it's almost 
it's like you don't want to talk to this person because every time you talk to the person, they always talk about themselves and how great they are. They pound their chest. That's mm-hmm. self-absorbed, absorbed, egotistical, and self-centered because you can't have a conversation unless it involves you in some type of way, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I want to ask you, Brian, because what do, in the in the sales or business world, what do they tell people to do when they're trying to engage in conversation with with, with, the, with a particular client or prospect? They say, talk to them so they can talk about themselves. Sure. See what I'm, see what I'm saying? Like, as opposed to just asking about the weather, ask them questions about them so they can talk about themselves. Because you always hear people love to talk about themselves, right? Absolutely. So is that... Is that in a is that an innate human trait that people love to talk about themselves and what they've done? So where do you draw that line when that's what you're taught? Because some for whoever runs these training organizations know that's the case. Something just I uh, felt like the Holy Spirit moves through me, right? So I think it would be like it would be like this. I'm going to start with an analogy, and then I'm going to hopefully tie it in in a very clear way. If so I think a big part of this is being egotistical. That's the issue. Conceited, okay? Uh, absorbed in oneself. Completely self-centered, okay? Mm-hmm. So I think that having humility is a sign of having a healthy relationship with selfishness, okay? Okay. So it's having all of the reasons in the world to be arrogant, to be like a braggart talking about all of your accomplishments, but having the self-control to keep all of that, you know, perhaps to yourself or not all of it, but, you know, not perpetually talking about it and allowing enough and having the grace to allow other people to share things about themselves and their situations and having a more two-sided conversation about things rather than perpetually making about you, your accomplishments, your struggles, your problems, your views, your frustrations, your this, your that, having a more balanced approach to it. Now, I think the good thing would be to have all of the accolades to be able to brag, but not be in a perpetual state of bragging, being accomplished yet being humble. Absolutely. I think 100%. I think that, like, so successors, we're saying all this to say it's okay to be selfish, but like Brian said earlier, selfishness is not necessarily the right word. It's how you were taught. Everybody in the as children, you're taught selfishness, not everybody, but the majority of people are taught that selfishness, selfishness is a bad word. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a bad word. You don't need to be selfish. You always need to be looking out for the other person, but you can't help the other person unless you help you. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, right. If I can't, if I, if I, if I know that I have money in my pocket that I need to pay my light bill and I see somebody on the street mm-hmm. that that's shaking the cup. If you give the pun, if you give the money, if you give your light bill money to that person, then your lights are off. Now you're in a worse state, right? Right. So, 
and on your journey of, of success, successors, it's okay to be, you, you can be selfish to yourself, meaning understand what you need to do that's going to make you perform and become your best self. It becomes bad when you become, when selfishness evolves into uh, being self-centered. Being e egotistical. Exactly. Conniving, self-absorbed, right? That's when the, that's when the selfishness word selfishness word um, becomes bad. But when you're trying to be become promoted and you're selfish to your you're selfish with yourself to not go out, read like Brian gave you great, great, gave you fantastic advice on what you need to do to be promoted or to be the business person to say, you know what? I, I know that I'm better at working for myself. Let me understand what I need to do to be the best at in order for me to go out and become the best business person that I can be become mm -hmm. being selfish. When you're, when you want to change your life from a health standpoint, when you know that you need to be selfish for yourself to go to bed early, early, eat right, drink water, right? All these things are being selfish for yourself. So you can become your best you. And then you can become like M Michael Jordan said, unselfish, because now you're at a point where you have a, you've acquired enough knowledge and accomplished enough to help the person on their journey. But you can't help the person on their journey if you haven't figured your own journey out. Well said. Well said. I'm going to wrap it up there, Chris. That was a good one. I feel like I have nothing else to add. 100%. Well, listen, successes, like always, Brian and I are trying to bring you the most value as possible. Um, <laughs> mm, can I... Can I add a yes. few things? Please, please. So we updated our website, Successors. You now have the ability to go on SuccessFundamentals.com. You can now leave us voicemails. You can sign up, send us your email so we can keep you in the loop on different things going on on the show. So go on SuccessFundamentals.com. I want a voicemail, Chris. I would love if our successors <laughs> left us a voice. That would be so exciting. What a cool feature. Guys, send us a voicemail and best voicemail will play it on the show oh 100 we'll definitely do that and also too uh brian and i had a come to jesus moment where we have a very see also like like brian said earlier we're, we're taking you on a journey not only of success but as we evolve as business people and as podcasters how we can bring the most value to you you know brian and i are attacking success fundamentals from a mind body spirit component so be on the lookout for a psychologist coming on the show, a nutritionist coming on the show, um, spiritual leaders coming on the show to, to have these different dynamics fundamentally that we believe that people need to embody in order to become successes. Like, it's not, it's, like we always say success is multifaceted. So we want to make sure that we bring, bring you as much all the value from every perspective we can. So you have a, a total picture of what success is and how you can implement it in your life. Yeah, successors, just hold on to your seats because we got some interesting stuff coming, especially with these spiritual leaders. Your boy has been reaching out to some spiritual leaders, and we got some some spiritual leaders coming on this show with some really unique, dynamic views. So uh, we're not just talking to business leaders anymore. So get ready. 100%. Take us home, my friend. 
This concludes another episode of Success Fundamentals discussing selfishness. How much selfishness should you have? We will see you all next time. Absolutely. Oh, sorry, Brian. I got to cut in and say this. Success is if you feel that we're giving you value, please share and subscribe, leave a comment, share with people that you care about to bring them into this, mm. to bring them, to bring them into this community so we can continue to uh, give as much value to them as possible. That's yes. what we're trying to do. Um, we'll see you all next week. This concludes another episode of Success Fundamentals. We hope you found today's discussion useful to your life in some way. Please remember to like, comment, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform and follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook.